0: Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. I'd like to say thank you to our latest supporters, Tammy and Allison and Sam. If you would like to support us, please visit us at patreon.com sleeptightstories. A link can be found in the show notes. Thank you. I am starting to get excited for the Christmas holidays to arrive. Christmas for me is a time to spend with family. We usually start the month of December by decorating our tree. We have some ornaments that have been around for years that bring back memories of past Christmases. This episode is about a Christmas star and how the star becomes special to a little boy. A Christmas Star. Come now, my dear little stars, said Mother Moon, and I will tell you the Christmas story. Every morning for a week before Christmas, Mother Moon used to call all the little stars around her and tell them a story. It was always the same story, but the stars never got tired of it. It was the story of the Christmas star, the star of Bethlehem. When Mother Moon had finished the story, the little stars always said, and the star is shining still, isn't it, Mother Moon, even if we can't see it?" And Mother Moon would answer, Yes, my dears. Only now it shines for men's hearts instead of their eyes. Then the stars would bid the Mother Moon good night, and put on their little blue nightcaps and go to bed in the sky chamber. For the star's bedtime is when people down on earth are beginning to waken and see that it is morning. But that particular morning, when the little star said goodnight and went quietly away, one golden star still lingered beside Mother Moon. What is the matter, my little star? asked the Mother Moon. Why don't you go with your little sisters? Oh, Mother Moon, said the golden star, I am so sad. I wish I could shine for someone's heart like that star of wonder that you tell us about. Why, aren't you happy up here in the sky country? asked Mother Moon. Yes, I have been very happy, said the star. But tonight, it seems just as if I must find some heart to shine for. Then if that is so, said Mother Moon, the time has come, my little star, for you to go through the wonder entry. The wonder entry? What is that? asked the star. But the Mother Moon made no answer. Rising, she took the little star by the hand and led it to a door that it had never seen before. The Mother Moon opened the door, and there was a long, dark entry. At the far end was shining a little speck of light. "'What is this?' asked the star." It is the wonder entry, and it is through this that you must go to find the heart where you belong, said the mother moon. Then the little star was afraid. It longed to go through the entry as it had never longed for anything before, and yet it was afraid and clung to the mother moon. But very gently, almost sadly, the Mother Moon drew her hand away. Go, my child, she said. Then, wondering and trembling, the little star stepped into the wonder entry, and the door of the sky house closed behind it. Next thing the star knew, it was hanging in a toy shop with a whole row of other stars, blue and red and silver. It itself was gold. The shop smelled of evergreen and was full of Christmas shoppers, men and women and children But of them all, the star looked at no one but a little boy standing in front of the counter. For as soon as the star saw the child, it knew that he was the one to whom it belonged. The little boy was standing beside a sweet-faced woman and he was not looking at anything in particular. The star shook and trembled on the string that held it, because it was afraid lest the child would not see it, or lest if he did, he would not know it as his star. The lady had a number of toys on the counter before her, and she was saying, "'Now I think we have presents for everyone. "'There's the doll for Lou, and the game for Ned, "'and the music box for May, "'and then the rocking horse and the sled.' "'Suddenly the little boy caught her by the arm. "'Oh, mother,' he said. "'He had seen the star. "'Well, what is it, darling?' asked the lady.' Oh, mother, just see that star up there? I wish, oh, I do wish I had it. Oh, my dear, we have so many things for the Christmas tree, said the mother. Yes, I know, but I do want that star, said the child. Very well, said the mother, smiling. Then we will take that, too. So the star was taken down from the place where it hung and wrapped up in a piece of paper. And all the while, it thrilled with joy. For now, it belonged to the little boy. It was not until the afternoon before Christmas, when the tree was being decorated, that the golden star was unwrapped and taken out from the paper. Here is something else, said the sweet-faced lady. We must hang this on the tree. Paul took such a fancy to it that I had to get it for him. He will never be satisfied unless we hang it on, too. Oh, yes, said someone else who was helping to decorate the tree. We will hang it here, at the very top. So the little star hung on the highest branch of the Christmas tree. That evening, all the candles were lighted on the Christmas tree. And there were so many that they fairly dazzled the eyes. And the gold and silver balls, the fairies and the glass fruits, shone and twinkled in the light and high above them all shone the golden star. At seven o'clock, a bell was rung, and then the folding doors of the room where the Christmas tree stood were thrown open, and a crowd of children came trooping in. They laughed and shouted and pointed, and all talked together. And after a while, there was music, and presents were taken from the tree and given to the children. How different it all was from the great, wide, still sky house. But the star had never been so happy in all its life. For the little boy... Was there. He stood apart from the other children, looking up at the star, with his hands clasped behind him, and he did not seem to care for the toys and the games. At last, it was all over. The lights were put out, the children went home, and the house grew still. Then the ornaments on the tree began to talk among themselves. So that is all over, said a silver ball. It was a very lovely evening, the loveliest Christmas I remember. Yes, said a glass bunch of grapes. The best of it is over. Of course people will come to look at us for several days yet, but it won't be like this evening. "'And then I suppose we'll be laid away for another year,' said a paper fairy. "'Really, it seems hardly worthwhile. "'Such a few days out of the year, and then to be shut up in the dark box again. "'I almost wish I were a paper doll.'" The bunch of grapes was wrong in saying that people would come to look at the Christmas tree the next few days for it stood neglected in the library, and nobody came near it. Everybody in the house went about very quietly, for the little boy was ill. At last, one evening, a woman came into the room with a servant. The woman wore the cap and apron of a nurse. That is it, she said, pointing to the golden star. The servant climbed up on some steps and took down the star and put it in the nurse's hand. And she carried it out into the hall and upstairs to a room where the little boy lay. The sweet-faced lady was sitting by the bed and as the nurse came in, she held out her hand for the star. Is this what you wanted, my darling? She asked, bending over the little boy. The child nodded and held out his hands for the star. And as he clasped it, a wonderful, shining smile came over his face. The next morning, the little boy woke, feeling better. And seeing the star still in his hand, she smiled a happy smile. I would like to share a poem now about a Christmas tree, called, It Wasn't a Dream. Is this a dream? The pine tree cried, When all its trimmings it had spied. Is this a dream that I'm to wear? These shining balls beyond compare. Am I to have these strings of gold? I fear a fairy tale, I am told. I fear someone is teasing me. And in a thrice, no balls I'll see. My silver star will disappear. And I'll be plain again, I fear. But no, they dressed the anxious tree and put it where the world could see. They stood it in a window wide to be admired by those outside. It was so graceful and so proud. Folks loved the pine and cried aloud. On Christmas Eve they lighted the tree oh then it was a sight to see it isn't a dream the pine tree said when all the children had gone to bed no it isn't a dream Santa Claus cried as he entered wearing a smile so wide it isn't a dream said the Christmas fairy, as she came dancing, her step so merry. Wasn't it fine that the little pine knew her dearest wishes had all come true? Wasn't it great she never need fear that her wonderful tinsel would disappear? So the happiest pine tree In all the land, in the wide window, we'll leave her stand. Good night. Sleep tight.